It's time for Behind the Web on 1061 ESPN and online at richmondspiders.com. Featuring Richmond football coach Russ Huseman and friends. Plus your texts, emails, and tweets. Today's show is brought to you by Davenport & Company, Buffalo Wild Wings, University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Lux Chevrolet, Richmond Window Corporation, Virginia 529, and by Pepsi. Join in online anytime and be a part of the show with your questions and comments. Text 804-638-9508, email behindtheweb at richmond.edu, or on Twitter using at Spider Voice, at Spider Athletics, or at ESPN Richmond. Now, here's the voice of the Spiders, Bob Black with Coach Huseman. This is Behind the Web on 1061 ESPN and the Spider Sports Network. It's an inverted wishbone in the backfield. Mancuso turns, runs the read, keeps it around the left end, pitches the last minute. There goes Garcia up the left sideline, and he's gone all the way to the end zone. Touchdown. He didn't look like he had enough room, but he catches the pitch and walks his way down that left sideline for a huge Spider score on homecoming. 27-17 Richmond. And it finished 28-17. Richmond, the Spiders knocking off Towson. A happy homecoming at Robin Stadium. And with that, we greet you to our Thursday get-together to talk Spider and college football and behind the web with Spider head coach Russ Huseman along with Matt McAllister. I'm Bob Black. Our special, very special player guest today will be the CAA Defensive Player of the Week for his school record four-and-a-half quarterback sacks. He is Darius Reynolds, who will join us in the middle segments this afternoon. Feel free to enter Interact with us behind the web at richmond.edu by email 804-638-9508. Spiders rallied from a 10-0 deficit last Saturday. The 21 unanswered points in the second quarter and basically never looked back from that point moving forward. What did you like best about what you saw in that comeback, Russ, and from your team in that homecoming victory over Towson? Congratulations. Thank you. Well, uh, yeah, we did look back. Got the twenty-one seventeen. So uh, everybody was looking every direction on that one. But um, yeah, to get it to twenty-one ten at the half was huge. The two defensive scores were big for us. Uh, you know, and and we weren't generating a whole lot of offense. We scored the one time, but we weren't we weren't generating offense. And uh, you know, to get those two scores uh before the half was huge so uh great job by our defense two defensive scores i mean is definitely a momentum changer uh gives you a lot of emotion on the sideline obviously as well as most importantly points on the scoreboard yeah and, and again as you, as you look back i mean we're you know we're we're, we're hurting ourselves in a lot of ways uh, at one point in time we had the uh we had the ball down there to make it a 28 to 10 game and throw the interception in there uh which was you know that, that hurts you and then they they drive the ball down the field and score now it's 21 17 um you know but we gotta we gotta do we gotta make we gotta score there we gotta score a touchdown there and put that thing away we're playing good enough defense if it gets to 28 10 there's no way uh they're coming back you almost think joe mancuso was trying a little bit too hard to score a touchdown there. It looked like on that play he was trying to thread the needle in there because he's so desperately almost doing a little bit too much to try and score a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, and again, but you can't – obviously you can't do that. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I probably we do press a little bit on offense, uh, not 
you know, not playing as well as we would like on offense all the way across the board. And, uh, and, and probably, you know, Joe's thinking I got to make a play. And, and uh, you know, when that happens, sometimes it's not good. You know, obviously the defense continues to to play as well as they've been playing. You know, this time you get the seven sacks of the quarterback. I mean, obviously those plays like that where where you can make those negative yardage plays, you know, put that, you know, that Towson offense in a big hole. Yeah, I mean, and again, I think we were 3-17. of uh, they were three of seventeen on third down conversions, which is you know a great deal right there by our defense. We've we've been really good on third down all year, and and part of that is because we are getting them off schedule. You know we are getting a you know a good amount of third and, and longs uh, that have really helped us. You know the one third down conversion they had was the pass interference call on third and twenty two, and not a very good call down there. You can tell that official was going to throw the flag no matter what. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, uh, but it was not pass interference. Uh, Rankin played it really well, and uh, you know that, well, that was a fourth down play, so that didn't count on the third downs. But you know, uh, we've been playing good defense. We've been getting got teams into longer yardage situations. It gives us a chance to do different things, coverage wise, blitz package wise. Uh, let our four man rush go. Uh, you know, let them get after it pretty good. So um, again, we, we've 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 been pretty effective there. Um, they changed quarterbacks, and they went to a guy who I don't know how much you knew about, how much tape, if any, you had on Amendola after they took Chris Ferguson out of the game, how much adjustment had to happen there. It looked like he was a different kind of quarterback than Ferguson. Yeah, I, I, listening to Rob, you know, he talked about a little bit more mobile. Uh, and he came in the first play and, and ran that little option and kept it and cut back and, and got – you know, 20-something yards on that one. Obviously, we should have defended that. We didn't defend it properly. They actually – it wasn't a special play for him. They've run that play. We had a blitz into it. The pitch was taken. You know, we had three guys inside. We all overran it. And, uh, you know, he squirted out the backside there. Um, but he he didn't really beat us with his legs at all. Um, they didn't change their offense. They didn't get to any of the zone read stuff, the quarterback power stuff. So – very similar offense, just with a different guy in there. Generating those three turnovers on defense. Obviously, you know, Towson had played a little bit into that because we talked about uh, yesterday at the press conference, you know, on the first one on the fumble, uh, their quarterback obviously was holding the ball a little bit too long. And then on the interception to Tyler, you know, there really wasn't anybody over on that side of the field. So uh, talk about your defense generating those those, inter- those turnovers and kind of what they did for you guys. Yeah, he hung on to it a little bit too long in the end zone. Uh, and, and, you know, we got hands in there. Uh, Kobe and Darius, I think, both got a hand in there to get the ball out. Like I said, the one he threw to Tyler, I couldn't figure out where he was going with that ball. And then the other one to, 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 to Tristan, that was the stupidest play I've ever seen. Uh, you know, when he's going down, just kind of flips it like that. I mean, you know, come on. That, that's, that, that makes zero sense. But uh, – I was glad to see Tristan get his first interception. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool, um, you know. So, you know, it was the three. You know, the three. The but, but again, I, I think a lot. Sometimes the offense forces their own turnover and what they do, and and so many of them aren't just because of exactly what the defense did, but how you know what the offense did, uh, and and I think all three of those were were attributed. I think to a little bit of panic mode. Um, 
you know, obviously the one in the end zone, I guess we had him covered up pretty good, and he had nowhere to go with it. But, you know, he could have just buried his head and tried to get to the one-yard line at least. And so you, you never know how turnovers occur. Uh, but but I, I just want to keep – whether we get a bunch of turnovers or not, I want to keep doing well on third down. Hey, you got a first touchdown out of Jerry Garcia. We played the highlight at the start of the show. That was pretty cool too, wasn't it? Yeah, Jerry's been good. I mean, he, every time he gets the ball in his hands, something positive happens. Um, he, he's been playing really well, and uh, he's a dynamic guy that can run, can probably do a lot of different things for us. And, you know, going into future years with him, what we do with him, I, I don't know yet, but uh, he's a dynamic player. You know, that touchdown came out of that formation where you have those three running backs in the backfield. Just talk about how that formation, you know, what all those options that that gives you on that formation. Well, if you remember, it, I think it got us a couple critical third down conversions earlier in the game, and I think both of them were – no, one was the Dykes, maybe one was, one was the Jerry. But big third down plays when, we, you know, we were struggling a little bit. We actually had the option play called – we we called it one other time. They defended it really well, and we called it another time. And I think somebody went the wrong way, so you really couldn't tell we had it. So you know, second time, you know, we actually blocked it up pretty good. We pitched off the right guy, and and he's down the sideline. Got some great blocking. I think JJ and a couple, you know, were, were blocking downfield and doing a nice job on that. You know, you talk about this all the time. How your guys are into this. Didn't matter if it was week one or week ten. They're they're focused and they're into it. I also sense they still seem pretty fresh, Russ. I mean, and some of that I think comes from the depth that you do have. But it does seem like you know, in week ten and eleven, which we're heading into, guys still have pretty fresh legs for the most part, at least on game days. Well, I think probably up front, um, we've been playing. You, you know probably three ends every game, three tackles every game. Now, I know up at, uh, up at New Hampshire we only played two tackles. Um, but, you know, up front we've got some depth. At linebacker when, when uh, Xavier went down, you move Phil, you know, that limits your depth there and, 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 and how much you're playing and practicing guys. Uh, in the secondary, we played. You know, we played the two young guys, Rankin and, and Bryson, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, so we've we've had the ability, and we've gotten Phil out of games with the dime package when we bring um, uh, Nile in. Uh, so take some off of him. Uh, offensively, you know, up front we're playing uh, Gavin Lamp and Tom Ely a little bit, and Jack Bowler, and so we we can move people in there, and we can practice. You know, we we sometimes we haven't had ability to even practice other than five guys, and so when you got eight or nine, you know, you can practice a little bit better. Um, you know, the backs are are pretty healthy, so yeah, yeah. I mean, that's probably a good point. Don't want to bury the headline too much, but you know. Darius Reynolds four and a half sacks in a game. You know, a have you ever seen a you know a player end up with four and a half sacks? I think I, when I when we told you post game, you were like, oh, that's a pretty good game for him. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even realize it. I couldn't tell who was getting the sacks. I, I really never can until I look at the stats. I, I don't know. A lot of times, to be honest with you, I'm looking in the secondary for routes. You know, how do we look there? Who's open? Uh, happens quite a bit. Unless we pressure. If we pressure, then I'll watch the blitz to see if it's coming clean. But for the most part, I, I, my eyes are in the secondary. And, you know, I hear the crowd and, and everybody jumping up and down. And I look, and you can't tell until they get up. But I really had no idea. If you'd have said uh, – 
over under on two for Darius. I'd have said uh, under. I, I didn't even realize it, and then and then obviously he had a great game. Yeah, and he we won't bury the headline because he's coming up here for the next couple of segments. But my you gave my man over here a long day on Sunday because he went digging through all sorts of record books to find out that was the most quarterback sacks by a player, didn't you, Matt? Yeah, that, that we, we took a long time, and part of it is you know I don't know if everyone knows, but prior to 2001, they didn't uh, NCAA didn't uh, keep official defensive stats, so. When you went prior to that, then you were just looking back on box scores on box scores. And, you know, obviously we looked. I, I didn't want to say it on Saturday until I could look at uh, Mark Magna's career and look at his games because that was the one that if there was going to be somebody that was going to jump out, Magna would be one that what had. He, had, what was he that? had a couple of games before. Did but, he really? Yeah. yeah. yeah wow. But, <laughs> you know, then then prior to 2000, you had to, they didn't do the half sack. So it had, someone would have had to have five. You know, so that, that, that would have been a really good game. <laughs> Jumped them yeah. all the way up to second in the conference in uh, in quarterback sacks going into yeah. the last two weeks. Yeah, I I, I didn't I went in the team meeting on Sunday. I gave I gave him a game ball. You know, anytime some things like that happen, you want to you want to reward them. So, gave him a game ball. Took it back. We're gonna get it graph. You know, mm-hmm. get it written up on it for him to have. So pretty cool. Really nice, and that's why he was the post-game TV, radio, and press conference guy. Yeah, that's what I said. So why we got him on everything here, man? <laughs> yeah, there was a reason. There was a reason. And we have him on Behind the Web, but he's going to join us right after the break. Darius Reynolds coming up next as Behind the Web continues on the Home of the Spiders, 1061 ESPN. Renewal by Anderson. Hello, Spider fans. I'm Paige Ewell, CEO of Richmond Window Corporation in Renewal by Anderson of Central Virginia and also a proud U of R alum. It's so great to be back at Robin Stadium as we cheer on our Spiders to victory. Just as the Spiders strive for excellence on the field, my team at Richmond Windows strives to provide the home improvement experience of your dreams from start to finish. As we celebrate the return of football this fall, it's also the perfect time to upgrade those old drafty inefficient windows and doors before winter sets in. All season long, we have a fantastic deal for Spiders fans. Buy one window or door and get that next one at 40% off And also, with special financing, you have one year of no payments, no interest, so you don't have to pay for your windows until next football season. For more information, visit our website at richmondwindow.com. That is richmondwindow.com, and mention promo code SPIDERS. Renewal by Anderson. We love our new windows. Buy your next truck from Luck. Luck Chevrolet in Ashland has their 2021 Tahoe and Suburban ready for you to order and drive away. For a smaller SUV, they also have the all-new Trail Blazer and the new Blazer available in all-wheel or front-wheel drive. Let luck put their 100 years of experience to work for you. Visit them on Route 1 in Ashland, online at luckchevrolet.com or call 798-9261. Luck Chevrolet, since 1916. Looking for a place in town to watch your favorite team? Look no further than Buffalo Wild Wings. Located at 7801 West Broad Street, Buffalo Wild Wings is the official game-watching location of Richmond Spiders Athletics. Come into Buffalo Wild Wings where you'll enjoy their award-winning sauces and wings while cheering on your favorite team. Buffalo Wild Wings is a proud sponsor of Richmond Spiders Athletics and wishes them the best on the gridiron this season. Buffalo Wild Wings, you have to be here. Hey. 
Frequent heartburn may keep you from running your A game, but it doesn't have to anymore. Join the Prilosec OTC two-week challenge. Just go to PrilosecOTC.com. You'll get $3 off to get you started, plus 14 days of tips, tricks, and reminders. Just two weeks, zero heartburn. Go to PrilosecOTC.com and sign up today. Zero heartburn is possible with Prilosec OTC. Use as directed for 14 days to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief. It's spring. Time to take in a breath of fresh savings on appliances at the Home Depot's Spring Savings Event. In-store, online, all season long. Save on top appliances from top brands. Plus, get free and flexible delivery on any appliance $396 or more. From cooking and cleaning to washing and drying. Your timing couldn't be better. Bring on spring with the Spring Savings Event now at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only, while supplies last, valid through April 28th. Let's get back to the show. Behind the web. Once again, here's Bob Black. From Playfly, this is the Spider Sports Network on 1061 ESPN. Ferguson's going to work out of the shotgun here on this second and six. Play action fake, wanted to throw, hit, pulled down, back at the five. It's Darius Reynolds. They'll mark it at the seven, but Reynolds plowed through some Towson offensive linemen and grabbed Ferguson as he made a pump fake, and then Ferguson held on to the football and went down, and that's one of those food lion sacks to give back. Darius Reynolds, a big play now to make this third down and 12 from the Towson seven-yard line. And Darius Reynolds did that again and again and again Saturday afternoon en route to four-and-a-half quarterback sacks, a school record, part of seven for the Spider defense and 13 in the past two games for that Richmond defense, not coincidentally, in two victories over New Hampshire and Towson. Welcome back to Behind the Web with Matt McAllister. I'm Bob Black, head coach Russ Huseman, and our special player guest today is the CAA Defensive Player of the Week, Darius Reynolds, coming off of the four-and-a-half sacks, the eight tackles in the win over over Towson. Uh, congratulations on all that, Darius. Thanks for being with us. How did all that feel for you Saturday afternoon? That had to be a blast. Uh, yeah, afterwards, man, it was awesome to reflect on, talk about with other teammates. Um, I had a lot of family and friends at that game, coincidentally. Uh, coincidentally, my face was also on the program, so a lot of things lined up pretty well. It's fun to look back on. No uh, Sports Illustrated jinx. You probably don't even know what the Sports Illustrated jinx no is, idea. do you? <laughs> well, for years and years when Sports Illustrated, the old magazine, used to put a guy on the cover, then something bad would happen oh, okay. to that guy. So that was the old Sports <laughs> Illustrated jinx. Russ knows it. Matt knows yep. it. I know it. Different era. Um with Darius do you feel like you get in a groove when that starts to happen I ask this all the time but defensive players who have that kind of game it's easy to ask an offensive guy you know Joe completes 12 in a row did he get in a groove or a basketball player who makes eight straight shots do you find yourself kind of getting into a rhythm yeah definitely um when you're rushing the passer well um uh, offensive linemen get really uncomfortable uh, so it gets obvious you notice that play after play oh this next thing might work right here um, you get him running upfield, beating him with speed off the ball, so he's oversetting. Uh, you definitely notice it. Um, and then they brought another guy in, uh, but they're setting similarly. Um, so you definitely get in the group. You feel more comfortable. Um, you're not afraid to take a little risk here on the outside move or inside move. Um, so definitely a, definitely a groove. Does the uh, defensive line you know, get a little uh, more talkative against the offensive line when you guys start getting you know multiple sacks in a row here and I know Kobe was was having a little bit of fun on, on the sideline uh, you know during that game especially in that second half when you guys kept getting to the quarterback yeah not, um, for us we were usually talking to our, each other I'm um, trying to find a way to get there 
uh, celebrating one another, um, you know, suggesting what we think will work, really. Um, but I talked to Kobe a lot on the football field. Um, but not not against the opponents, no, man. <laughs> and then uh, I guess my this, the other question is, you know, how – how much easier does it make it when you have, you know, Kobe Turner and Aiden Murray next to you that, you know, they're getting to the quarterback as well. So uh, how much more does their play help you on the outside? Yeah, I mean, it makes a huge difference uh, when the quarterback looks down and there are guys everywhere. Um, so he's looking for a place to run out. Um, I mean, I think one sack he was just trying to scramble, uh, counter back, <coughs> tackle them. Um, yeah, so the numbers <laughs> – when you see the numbers, you're like, oh, wow. But when you really watch the film, it's like, oh, this all makes sense. You know, they're playing together. They're rushing the pasture together. Um, so, yeah, it definitely makes a lot, things a lot easier. I, I remember one game, uh, we're about to run the stunt, and we know we know where they're sliding to. They're sliding to Kobe, and Kobe's on my side. I'm like, nah, go play on the other side. <laughs> so I run the stunt with Aiden, and it comes free. So, man, it definitely makes it easier, man. It's no, no secret that people are um, giving Kobe a bunch of attention. So, um, I'm intrigued by your comment about um, feeling confident to take risks in certain situations. Russ, how much of that is calculated risks, that that's coming from strategy and practice and not just like, you know, fly by the seat of his pants kind of risks? Well, I, I, think, our, I think our guys do a great job of studying their opponent, uh, which is tremendous during the course of a week. We can only spend a certain amount of time with them, obviously. And so on their own, they study it. They see what's happening. I'm sure he had an idea of how how the guy he was on sets and, and, and how he did different things. I think our coaches are doing a tremendous job of, of putting those guys in, in the best position to be successful, to rush the passer, you know, whatever the stunt we, we have may be or, uh, you know. So, so I, I think it's a combination of our, our guys – uh, taking ownership, and, and our coach is doing a great job. Darius, how much of that is just the experience that you have? I mean, no guy on this roster has played more Richmond football games uh, than you have. How much of it just comes from – you can't teach experience. How much of it kind of comes from that? Yeah, I mean, I think what comes a lot from experience is just being com- more comfortable out there. Um, you're going to see a lot of things you've seen before. Uh, no, no reason to panic. You're not going to get anything – crazy out there so I think the most thing that comes from experience is just being comfortable and knowing hey I know what I got to do this play comes I know what I got to do if this play comes um, um, and that comes from just playing in the game um, you speak about your experience but coach Hansen who's your coach has experience as well a little bit just talk about uh, you know playing for coach Hansen and kind of what he's brought to you yeah um, he's a very detailed guy um, he's a perfectionist uh, we watch film after the game there's still always things to improve um, and I love him. Uh, it's been fun playing for him. It's been fun. Uh, the entire defensive end room, you know, this is, I want to say, the second season we've had a defensive end coach specifically for a defensive end. So um, that's been enjoyable as well. But, yeah, I love Coach Chanson. He definitely loves us. Um, different – he's a different coaching style than I'm used to. But, man, I love that, man. Russ, you sing his praises all the time, and obviously you and Jeff uh, have known each other for a long, long time in your football careers. Yeah, Hans is as good as they come. Uh, the last time we worked together here, he did a great job uh, when I was a defensive coordinator. Team guy, loves University of Richmond. Um, 
do will do anything that that needs to be done. It doesn't make any difference. Um, he, he's done a great job, and, and I notice it. You know, you can notice things, and, and, and as a as a head coach, you kind of watch your guys coach. You kind of watch them and see what they're doing. Are they seeing things? And and he'll tell you, Hans doesn't miss a thing. You know, it, like. I hear you know every time it's like and he, and he gets on Jeremiah Grant a lot, but uh, you know <laughs> Jeremiah hands your feet or where's your hat or you know I mean he's he's seeing it and he's correcting it immediately quickly and uh, so um, he's really he's really good. Um, uh, the one thing he wouldn't do is come on the radio with us and in a moment of weakness. As we were getting on the plane coming back from New Hampshire, probably because he was happy that we won, he looked at me and he said, "Ah, I'll come on with you sometime." So I'm gonna gonna hold him to that, and we'll we'll learn all his secrets at that point. Uh, Coach mentioned Jeremiah Graham. Is that just part of you know kind of cutting his teeth, the learning process when you're a young guy, and you can think back four or five years ago to yourself that that's just part of what you got to go through to become the type of football player you want to be? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've had. <laughs> I think it was my red shirt freshman year. Uh, going into that year, rough time, like trying to figure stuff out, trying to play the QB read right. You're getting yelled at, and then, and then it gets to a point where they're assuming you're doing something wrong when there's a call actually called, and you're actually doing it right. But you, you said you brought so much attention to yourself. It's like, but yeah, it can be flustering. But again, it comes with experience. Uh, you gotta get used to being yelled at. I mean, you're gonna get coached. You want to get coached. You want to be better. Um, that's what Jeremiah's going through right now, but he's going he's going to do great things. Um, he's going to be a great player. Excellent. Do you, do you remind yes. him? Do you remind Excellent. him of that? You know. Oh yeah, yeah. We let him know. He's, <laughs> we we joke we joke around a lot, but he knows he's next up. Um, I let him know for sure that he's next up. Um, he got to play in the last game a lot because of injuries mm-hmm. with Marlon and and Caleb Brooks. Um, so that's really good for him. It's really nice. I mean, practice is one thing, but being on the game and those nerves, uh, that's a lot different. When you're rushing the quarterback, do you have a, a mental clock in, in your head? Like, all right, I know it's going to get out in however many seconds. And then did you feel that on the what ended up being the touchdown, that it was longer than it should have been, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think you realize after when it comes out quick, or it's coming out quick, or a few plays over and over, and okay, ball's coming out quick. I think that play specifically, um, I'm working, working the edge on the tackle, um, just dropping my feet, he ends up going down, getting taken up with Aiden because he's rushing the passer well, and I just come free, just keep going, uh, sack the quarterback that way. But he did have the ball for a very long time. Uh, but, I mean, you get ones like that, and then you get games where it's coming out in seconds. Like you you look up and the ball's already gone, you're turning and running. So, um, yeah, I think you realize afterwards, okay, ball's coming out quick, you got to get there faster, you got to do something quick. But, yeah. Did uh, you and Kobe have some discussion about who really should have pounced on that ball? I mean, it looked like you did most of the work, Darius. Come on now. Nah, you got he, the glory. You know, Kobe Kobe deserves it. Man, he works hard. Man, he's a program guy. I love him. He loves football. Uh, he watches film more than anyone else. He can have the touchdown, definitely. I have no problem with that whatsoever. <laughs> um, man, a lot of times, I mean, we're talking in the game, like, hey, I'm going to try this here. Can you cover me here? Those things like that. But So we, we work together. Um, I know when he's on fire, let him loose, look out for him. But either way, vice versa, man, we all end up playing well, so that's good. Yeah, but after the game, you did let me know that you got the oh, force yeah, we fumble. Talk, we you talked about it. You got the force <laughs> fumble. We cleared it up. I mean, the, the, the touchdown wasn't in, qu- in question, but the force fumble was in question. Yeah. And, you know, we saw 
you know, as days and time pass, you know, there was video. I got a picture from MCC. Look, my hand's there first, you know. So you can only give one forced fumble. You can share a sack, but you can't share a forced fumble. And you can't share a football for a touchdown either. I still think you should have pounced on that. You could have finished could have finished that playoff. But that's gotta it's gotta sound good, Russ, when guys are have that much chemistry amongst them. And obviously Colby and Darius have been around here for quite a while now. You know, and Caleb, too. And Caleb, yep. Yeah, I mean, we've got guys that uh, that ha- have a lot of experience, and they know the defense. They know what we're trying to get done, what we're trying to accomplish, what their role in the defense is. Um, but, you know, it's all it's always fun to get them in third and 12, third and 13, and, and let, let these guys go. And, you know, it feels good when you can say, all right, we don't have to blitz. You know, mm-hmm. we can bring four-man pressure and we can cover. Um, you know, it was even to the point, you know, on, on uh, Rankin's pass interference call, uh, Coach Wood wanted to go uh, nickel, three-man rush, and, and cover him up. And, and I, I vetoed it and said, no, I want, four, I want four down linemen in there. Let them rush the passer. And it, it came back to bite us, so I screwed that one up. Well, not time. really, because we all agree it wasn't pass interference. Yeah, but, the pass would have been incomplete, and they yeah, would have been well. off the field. So, come on now. Don't beat yourself up on that one for sure. Uh, checking in with Darius Reynolds, Spider Defensive NCA Defensive Player of the Week. We'll take a break. We're right at the bottom of the hour. We'll come back with more. If you got comments or questions uh, for any of us, for Coach Usman or for Darius Reynolds, uh, behind the web at richmond.edu on email, 804-638-9508 is our uh, text number. And we'll be back with more of Behind the Web, 1061 ESPN. Twas the season of cheer and joy filled the town, except for Scrooge with his perma-frown. The gift of a Peloton bike touched his soul without doubt. Work, 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 Peloton! When your workout's a joy, it's a joy to work out. You can do it! The original Peloton bike at our best price ever, $39 a month. All access membership separate. Terms apply. See website for details. Lowe's Provember event is back, and we're thanking pros like you all month long with buy one, get one free deals on select DeWalt power tools and top values like a Spider 2-pack of 4.5-inch diamond cutoff wheels for $14.98. Join us for Provember, going on now through November 24th. Shop in-store or at Lowe's.com slash Provember. Lowe's, the new home for pros. While supplies last, U.S. only, valid 1028 through 1124. Spider fans, is your child interested in attending a sports camp or clinic hosted by the University of Richmond? Well, we've got them available in 11 different sports. Thanks to our official camp sponsor, Virginia 529. You can find more information and register your child at richmondspiders.com camps. We'd like to thank Virginia 529, the official college savings plan of the University of Richmond for this opportunity. At the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, our students are driven by change. They arrive with a variety of professional and educational experiences, the determination to do more, and an unbelievable ambition to succeed. Through undergraduate and graduate degree programs, professional certificates, boot camps, and professional training and development programs, our students gain the tools and knowledge to better themselves and the organizations they serve. Learn more about how we help adult students drive change at spcs.richmond.edu. 
Dear past, present, and future football watchers, football is back! So consider this your official excuse for always putting football watching first, courtesy of Pepsi. That haircut appointment? Seeing the in-laws for the first time in ages? It's been so long! Nope, sorry Susan, not if it's on Sunday. Long story short, after the year we've all had, we think you could use a little football watching. So crack open a Pepsi and cheer your football watching face off. With love, Pepsi. Made for football watching. That's what I like. Buy your next truck from Luck. Luck Chevrolet in Ashland has their 2021 Tahoe and Suburban ready for you to order and drive away. For a smaller SUV, they also have the all-new Trailblazer and the new Blazer available in all-wheel or front-wheel drive. Let Luck put their 100 years of experience to work for you. Visit them on Route 1 in Ashland, online at LuckChevrolet.com or call 798-9261. Luck Chevrolet, since 1916. The timeout is over. Now more behind the web on 1061 ESPN. From Playfly, this is the Spider Sports Network. Six minutes to play, the snap to Amendola. Looks left, pump, steps up, gonna be surrounded and dropped as Reynolds fought through a couple of blockers, took one with him and pulls Amendola to the ground back there at the 38. And Arius Reynolds, another sack. The Food Lion sack to give back. Darius Reynolds is our guest on Behind the Web this afternoon with the four-and-a-half quarterback sacks with Matt McAllister. I'm Bob Black, Coach Russ Huseman on Behind the Web. We're up, we're with you until 1 o'clock this afternoon. In that play-by-play highlight, Darius, uh, you heard Amendola at quarterback for Ferguson. Did that make any difference uh, to you guys out there defensively? It didn't look like it by the way the game went along, but they did switch signal callers. Yeah, I don't think it made that much of a difference. I mean, we know this this guy was a little more elusive, wanted to run the ball more, looked more comfortable running the ball. Uh, you know, he, he's chatting it up a little bit after a few QB reads. Uh, he sees me watch them closely, but it didn't make that much of a difference. Sure didn't look like it on the field, that's for sure. You know, Darius, the, the least you guys, the defense is getting stronger and stronger, it seems like, you know, as the year's gone on. Um, and especially these last couple of weeks, I think Bob said it's 13 sacks in the past two games. You know, is that something that you guys feel like you guys are really getting into your groove now? Uh, or, you know, as Tyler said, we'll be playing defense pretty good all year. Uh, you know, how do you see that happening? Yeah, I think, like Tyler said, man, I think we've been playing defense really good all year. Um, you know, a lot of opportunities in this past game as far as uh, offensive linemen being exposed and then them turning the ball over really. Um, we just work on – Tristan talks about, man, be you playing your job, being in the right position, and you'll be special. And I think that's what happened uh, against Townsend. But we've been playing really good defense, especially uh, against the run. Um, and I think they'll continue to get better, especially after this year and continue on and on. Uh, coach Wood, really great coach. Uh, coach Hanson, really great coach, specifically in stopping the run too, um, as we talked about him being very detailed. So, how excited were you for Tyler Dressler to get his first pick six and Tristan Wheeler to get his first pick? Oh yeah, I mean that was awesome, man. I love Tyler. I love Tristan. Tristan's another guy, man. You want to see him play so well, and he always does. So it's nice to see him get an interception. He's always watching film, working hard. Uh, Tyler's well, you know, he's one of the older guys who feel like he's been here, you know, just as long as me. Um, I mean, I remember seeing those plays and I'm I'm dead tired, but man, I feel it. I, I'm so happy they're scoring touchdowns and, and uh, Tristan gets his interception as well to kind of seal the game closer to the end. Uh, big plays for them. 
you, you kind of alluded to it, and what, what Tristan's saying is everyone kind of do their job, right? And, you know, for a long time it was, you know, the linebackers getting all these tackles, the defensive line is doing their job in front. Mm-hmm. And, and now, you know, you're getting – the defensive line is getting these sacks now is because, you know, everyone else is doing stuff in coverage. Just talk about, you know, having that trust in that person playing next to you, not just in your defensive line, but, you know, the linebackers behind you. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it is trust, trust, and I think a lot of it is coaching. Like, um, man, if something's happening on the field, it's either because it's coached or your coach is allowing it. And, you know, Coach Hanson doesn't allow a lot of things out of his coaching to happen on the field. So if you want to play, you better be in your gap. And we watch other offenses, um, and, you know, we simultaneously see other defenses play as well. And the amount of times you see another team outside of their gap, um, it's kind of crazy. You know, we watch our film, and man, we're pretty solid. So um, I think it's a little bit of trust. Trust your teammates, do your job, and the other part of it is uh, do your job because that's the way it's coached to be done. Uh, you're into week 10 of the season plus about four weeks of preseason camp. You guys still look fresh out there. Um, how does it feel, you know, body-wise, mentally, all of that as you get down to the last couple of weeks? I mean, it, feel, it feels good. I mean, mentally, man, these are the last couple of weeks. Um, but you want to play hard. Um, and we trained in the off season for a long season, uh, so we were prepared for that. Um, so we're all in good shape. I mean, a few guys binged up, beat up here and there. But other than that, I think people feel pretty fresh. Uh, after this game, they gave us Sunday night off. It's plenty of time to rest. Monday off, too. Um, so, yeah, fit pretty fresh. How cognizant are you of that, Russ, that at this point in the year you got to do some things, maybe shorten a practice or give them a day that they don't normally have or that you wouldn't give them in week two or three of the season to keep them like this? Yeah, I mean, we we came in Sunday and and uh, you know I told the staff I said we're not going to take we we meet with them they'll lift but uh, I said we're not going to take about on the field Sunday night we're too banged up they got to rest a little bit um, actually the captains came in and and asked me later in the day hey coach what about practice tonight and I said we've already canceled it uh, they actually said can we tell the team we got it done. And I said, sure, tell them. But now everybody knows. It was already planned out. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, you are cog- – and how many reps you get. You know, and, and Darius probably doesn't even realize this, but, you know, Coach Coach Wood cut down the number of snaps in a in – a, you know, we try to get, you know, a certain number in a certain block of time, and, and we get them all and go and – you know, and and he cut back and said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna get this number, and we'll stop right there." And uh, I don't even know if you've noticed you noticed that at all, but uh, you know, we we've led into some weeks where we had to get snaps in, and you know, and it it bleeds over the time period. If it's a ten minute block, it bleeds over. We want to get them in, and we we cut it back a little bit this week. Darius, you you kind of touched on it, but you know, playing with playing for Coach Wood. You know, kind of what he's meant to the the defense, and, and kind of you know what Coach Wood has meant meant to you. Um, yeah, Coach Wood. Um, when I think of uh, the first year he took over, um, I think we're in camp or whatever, maybe maybe spring practice. You know, we got our binders, and we're talking about okay, what do we want to be as a defense, and then uh, who do we want to be as people? And you know, he stressed being good men. Um, and I think that's something he reiterates a lot. And he, when he sees it in us, you know, he reminds us of that. You know, he reminds us of uh, just how much he loves us and how proud of us he is. Um, yeah, and I feel that, man. I feel the way that he speaks to us, uh, the way that he handles and works with us, man. There's a lot of respect there. 
Um, and to see like his passion for the game and then his passion for us, I mean, it's it's definitely a coach you want to play for, man. I mean, I'll leave here thinking of Coach Wood for a long time, just like the way he handled the defense, the way he coached on us, got on us when we made mistakes, got on us when we didn't do things perfectly, but also, you know, you know, just call this higher continuously, but also recognize, man, you guys are doing great. You guys are great men. And, yeah, calling that, calling us higher to be that um, and setting the standard for us, certainly. Darius Reynolds, Spider Defensive End, our guest on Behind the Web. So here come the obligatory talk show host questions to the player. Um, you came here having been recruited by a different staff who will be on the other sideline Saturday. You're one of the few guys still left from that, uh, not only Coach Rocco, but several assistants. Anything still emotionally for you from that perspective? Uh, I mean, it's an, it makes a nice conversation. Um, other than that, not I think freshman year, when that happened, you realize, you know, what this is all about. You know, like the coaching, rotations, like we're, you know, we're playing football. We are family. It's also a business, you know, no hard feelings about that. Um, but other than that, it's just a talking point. It's a cool thing. Man, I've been here for so long. You know, you know the group of guys. Like, man, I guess you feel closer to them in some ways. You know, me, Colby Ritten, uh, Joe, Sium, Tazel, Sumter. Uh, that's the last of us right there. Um, I mean, I definitely remember that time. I remember that freshman year uh, season. I remember the season before that as well when I was getting recruited. But uh, good memories. Other than that, nothing, okay. nothing special. So here's the other obligatory question. I hate asking this one, but it is senior day. It is the last go around. Have you thought about the, the pregame emotion? I think once you kick it off, it's just going to be the next football game. I'm sure Coach Huseman wants it to be that way. But have you kind of given it much thought other than me asking that question? I mean, yeah, you think about it. Like, man, the last last ride here in Robin Stadium, um, and you definitely want to go out, make it big as possible. Um, I mean, the best way to do that is to win. So um, other than that, nothing crazy. You know, I think you you might have alluded to this in your in the game program. You know how that you not only have you grown in your game, but you've grown as a person since when you first came here as a freshman to where you are now. How much do you think you've grown? You know, as as you just said, you know, as as a man, uh, you know, over the last five plus years. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I was doing some things freshman year, sophomore year. Um, that if you heard about, you probably, <laughs> yeah. Um, and like I said, you know, Jeremiah Grant always asked some questions about it. Um, it's no secret on the team. Like those guys who knew me when I came here with them, um, they know how my life has changed, and we have conversations about that. Um, definitely have grown. You know, I've met some great people here who've helped me grow. Um, I've did some wrong things and learned, man, you make mistakes, but you can't make things right, but you can do the right thing. And that doesn't necessarily make it right. But um, So, man, I'm living a, a drastically different life than I was freshman, sophomore year. Um, yeah, I think that will be the biggest thing that I take with me, leaving the University of Richmond for sure. Russ, you could play that back for every incoming freshman when they step onto this campus. I'll give you the last word here. What's your perspective of how you've seen – Darius Reynolds grow over five years well I've always been a Darius fan I thought he had a ton of ability and I thought he could be an excellent defensive end and player for us and you know even through the knee injuries I mean he's gone through a lot now mm -hmm. he's had some he's had some tough injuries there and and uh 
but I always, I always had a great feeling, uh, you know, when I first saw him when we got here, that he could be an elite level defensive end, and uh, you know, he did it in the spring. He's doing it in the fall. So, um, you know, he overcame a lot of injury. I mean, how, how, how many times your knee get dislocated? Your knees? Yeah. Three? Did you have it three times? I think three total. Twice when I had to get it scope. Uh, yeah, it sucks. Like, yeah, man, your perspective on football changes. Um, yeah, it's, it, it sucks. Hung in there. Hung in there having a great year. More than hung in there, that's for sure. Uh, fascinating conversation with Darius Reynolds. Uh, Darius, thanks so much for coming by this afternoon. Uh, have a great one on Saturday and a finale against William & Mary. And keep it rolling, my friend. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Darius Reynolds, Spider Defensive End, our guest on Behind the Web. We'll take another break. We'll come back with our final segment. We'll preview Saturday's game against the Delaware Blue Hens and more. Coming up when Behind the Web continues on 1061 ESPN. Since Davenport & Company opened its first office in 1863, the stock market, despite its ups and downs, has kept moving forward. And so has Davenport, an independent employee-owned firm. Davenport shares a long history with its clients, built on individual relationships. If you're looking for an investment firm with integrity and the freedom to focus on you, call Davenport at 800-780-2000 or visit our website at investdavenport.com. Davenport & Company, LLC. Member NYSE FINRA SIPC. All investing carries risk. Keep the action going at the Playbook Sports Bar and Grill. The ultimate fan experience has arrived in Richmond. Cheer on your favorite teams with your favorite game day eats, like wings, nachos, and burgers. Now open at Rosie's in Richmond. Winning has never felt sweeter. Beer never colder. The ultimate fan experience has never been closer. Run a route to Midlothian and don't miss a game. For more information on the menu and specials, go to rosiesgaming.com. Please drink responsibly. It's not magic that will deliver one billion packages to homes across the country this holiday. It's the United States Postal Service. And we don't need a team of reindeer to do it because we've added more vehicles to our fleet. And while we don't come down your chimney, we can pick up presents for you and yours. So if making more holiday deliveries to homes in the U.S. than anyone else seems like magic, that means we're doing our job. Share the magic at usps.com helpers. Was the season of cheer and joy filled the town, except for Scrooge with his perma-frown. The gift of a Peloton bike touched his soul without doubt. Work, 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 Peloton! When your workout's a joy, it's a joy to work out. You can do it! The original Peloton bike is our best price ever, $39 a month. All access membership separate. Terms apply. See website for details. Original Mattress Factory customers know that value is more than just a number on a price tag. Value is about quality you can trust. While mainstream mattress brands artificially inflate their prices to hold big holiday sales, OMF offers real factory direct value, a higher quality mattress at a better price. And our customers get our lowest and best price every day so they can make a purchase when they're ready. Visit an OMF location today to see the Original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. 
At the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, our students are driven by change. They arrive with a variety of professional and educational experiences, the determination to do more, and an unbelievable ambition to succeed. Through undergraduate and graduate degree programs, professional certificates, boot camps, and professional training and development programs, our students gain the tools and knowledge to better themselves and the organizations they serve. Learn more about how we help adult students drive change at spcs.richmond.edu. Keeping you up to date with Richmond Athletics, this is Behind the Web on 1061 ESPN. From Playfly, this is the Spider Sports Network. Black, Matt McAllister, Russ Huseman. Again, we appreciate Darius Reynolds stopping by and chatting with us on the heels of his terrific performance last week. Hope it continues this week against the Delaware Blue Hens who come to town for a 2 o'clock game at Robin Stadium. Coach, what's it going to take for Darius and Colby and those guys to have that kind of kind of game this week? What kind of offense are we going to see from Delaware? Well, they're, they're a little different uh, than what they were earlier in the year. Um, you know, they're going to try to pound the football. They're going to, you know, they'll play with, you know, a lot of tight ends. Um, you know, they'll, they're big up front. They, they want to lean on you pretty good. Um, play action. I mean, we got to continue to, to do great on first down, you know, and, and get them into long yard situations and let our, let our pass rush, you know, do their thing. But, um, Obviously, a really good back uh, guy can go, uh, Lee. Yeah, uh, they've got some wideouts that are big and long and, and good players. And like I said, they're big up front. Tight ends are really good, and their quarterback is getting better and better and better week by week. I feel like it's what we've talked about each week: is you're, you're going against a team in the CAA that has a good running back uh, that that you guys are going to have to go against. You know, just talk about Dijon Lee and kind of you know what he brings to the table. Well, the scary part is he can he can really run. Um, you know, he he's not going to be the biggest guy, uh, but he runs hard. And if you don't fit a gap and he he gets a seam, you know, he can house call it on you pretty easily. So, uh, you know, he he's a tough one to contain, no question about that. Offensively, how much of it is this week again about minimizing or eliminating entirely? turnovers and having the kind of drives that we had last week when they didn't turn the ball over yeah i mean we got to we can't turn the ball over like we we have been i mean and we it seems like it's a broken record we talk about this all the time Mm -hmm. uh delaware's tough enough on defense that we can't you know we can't hand anything to them um they're really good on defense uh they're, they're they're physical uh they'll hit you so i mean we're gonna have to grind it out uh, you know, we're going to have to convert, obviously, you know, get first downs um, and and not turn the ball over. And, uh, you know, it's going to take a complete game offensively for us. Um, no question about that. Delaware's coming off of what probably is their, their best game of the year, you know, beating a very good and a nationally ranked William & Mary team last week, 24-3. to uh, Just talk about, you know, what you saw in that game, specifically on defense to hold William & Mary, I think, to only 100 yards rushing. Yeah, they were really good on defense. I mean, really good. And, you know, they they were smart. They took the quarterback out of the game. 
and uh, you know they they fit their gaps great. Uh, they didn't give them a whole lot of running room inside, but they weren't going to let that quarterback get anywhere on the perimeter to run the football or to get out on the edge and throw the football. And I think they kind of made William and Mary a little bit one dimensional and more of the inside run stuff. And and I think it hurt William and Mary a little bit. Um, but they and, and you know and they brought some more pressure than they they have in the past too. Uh, again, a freshman quarterback. Uh, I think they wanted to to pressure him, and uh, you know it's pretty dominant defensive effort by them. Would you expect to see that this week against a veteran quarterback and a veteran offensive line in, in Joe Mancuso and company? Yeah, I mean they were they had a lot of success, mm-hmm. so you never know. You know they've shown some pressure in in, in other games. Uh, I think the William Mary game, you know, a little bit more pressure than than uh, than they've shown. So, and they had a lot of success. So yeah, we're we're probably expecting you know a little bit more pressure than than we would think. Mm-hmm. Coach, what, what as a coach, what does a senior day mean to you? Obviously, there's 23 guys that'll be you know, recognized prior to the game. But, you know, as a coach, you know, what do you take senior day as? Well, it's it's always hard, um, you know, because a lot of times you got more games to play. You actually have that game to play. Um, you know, I just – I don't want it to get too emotional. That's always been a big concern as it gets emotional, the moms and – uh, you know, and I've been through a bunch of them now and, and, uh, you know, just go out there, get recognized for all you've done for the university, uh, put your helmet on, let's go play some football. And, uh, but, you know, sometimes the parents, I think, take it a little bit harder than the player oh, does. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, I don't know how to take it, to be <laughs> honest with you. But, you know, over the years, I, I've kind of noticed on a senior day, a lot of times it's an underclassman who steps up and does something big to help win it for those seniors. Yeah, that's a good you point. Know? Yeah, it it really does point, seem yeah. that, although in our case this year, I'm not so sure it could happen. You know, Jerry Garcia could step up and score a game-winning touchdown, but you just have so many dominant seniors that they might have to do it for themselves this I time I mean, we around. got Dykes and Savon. True, and, right. Yeah, they so could do yeah, it. Yeah, and no Garcia, question. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and Tristan Wheeler yeah, could, could, we got could make a play. A lot of defensive you know, guys. Your freshmen uh, at the corners. Yeah. So I mean, we got we we, we got enough young guys. Yeah. That can go There's back your place. message, young yeah. guys. You know, make this happen for the older guys. This well, and I think that's also been kind of the rallying cry for a lot of the guys that we brought here, brought up in the past few weeks. It's it's you know, let's play for each other. Let's play for we want to send out the you know the Tyler Dressers and the Joe Mancusons and the Kobe Turners out at, you know on a winning streak, right? And and as you said, there there's still things left to play play for you know down the stretch here starting with delaware is that you know something that you've said to them is you know let's send these guys out in the right way yeah we actually said that a few weeks ago you know to make sure that um you know we're playing for pride uh they're competitors and anytime you get to play a football game you got to compete majority of them these next two games are it for them and uh so but you know, as you're playing these games, you know we're playing Towson, and they're they're saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. We're playing, you know, New Hampshire. They're saying the same thing. We're playing, you know, Delaware. They're saying, "Where's William Mary going to be at this time?" Mm-hmm. So you know, a lot of a lot of people, you know, are in this boat. This conference is so bundled up in the middle. It's amazing uh, how it is. But uh, you know, everybody's. You know, if you're a competitor, you go out there and play. 
when we played Towson in New Hampshire, as we pointed out, it had been several years since you had played each of those. Was your preparation able to be a little bit different this time around for Delaware because you did have tape on them from a game just in, in 2019? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I would say probably um, – you know, offensively, because uh, I think we, we we did a nice job offensively um, against them um, in in nineteen, and uh, you know, but yeah, I mean, obviously there's some familiarity with the players. Yeah, I mean, we know we they know us, we know them. There is familiarity. Yes, mm-hmm. no question about that. That was the uh, Aaron Dykes two kickoff returns for touchdowns. If you could scheme that out for Saturday, you'd be oh, in pretty man, good shape, yeah. right? No question. <laughs> Well, I think it seems like a long time ago, but I'm pretty sure the last time they visited here was the first start for Joe Mancuso uh, ever as yeah. a quarterback. He he, he had uh, over 500 yards of total offense, but he also had a handful of interceptions yeah. in that game. That game got a little crazy in the second yeah. half. And, you know, I th- what do you have, six picks in that game? But I think three of them weren't his fault. Um, so he actually he played great. I mean, no question, but – you know, three's too many, but, you know, six is not good. But, again, three of them, I think, were tipped or pulled. You know, I think they gave the one interception was pulled out of the tight end's hands uh, before he got going with it. So, so if, we're, if we're putting in requests, we're asking for two Aaron Dykes uh, kickoff returns for <laughs> oh, touchdown, man. and we're asking for Joe to have 500-plus yards of uh, total offense. So if you can do oh, all that. Man. We, we've been pretty good. And shape. Darius with four more. Seconds, and Darius so. with four and a half. Yeah, it yeah, should be. We should be fine if we can do all that. Not sure, if we can get all that done. <laughs> or not. How has the week of practice been, Coach? Been pretty much the same, or a little different? Uh, same, or you know, same? same. We just kind of we cut back just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, some of the things we're doing, uh, you know. Hopefully, we'll be fresh and ready to go on Saturday. But that's normal, right? And at the end of the year, you're probably doing that every year, whether Correct. it's this group or or another group. Yeah, I mean, these guys, uh, they're beat up pretty good. Um, you know, and you just don't realize, you know, we've probably got six or seven guys playing with, you know, injuries that they should really take two or three weeks off and recover, and they won't do it. They just keep going and keep plugging away. Mm-hmm. Uh, final key for Saturday. I know you've talked about it, but just overall, what our fans coming to Robin Stadium should be looking for. Oh, you know, it, it's going to be, you know, it, it's it's going to be a heck of a football game. Um, you know, we can't let them, you know, they, we can't let them establish the running game. We just, we can't. I mean, we can't let them chunk out four, five, six yards and, and move it down the field like that, um, obviously defensively. Uh, offensively, uh, when we have opportunities to throw and catch, I'm, I'm just telling you right now, you know, we, we throw and catch, but they're, they're going to be, Con- making contact immediately after the catch you know they're if if they rush three and they got eight there there'll be maybe some windows there but there's going to be bodies around it's not like a catch a turn and, and you know three or four and face somebody up i mean our guys our guys need to catch it hang on to it and, and, and get what we can get there and should be a good day for football again coach you're going to get high 50s yeah. lower 60s guys should be saw that raring and ready to go all right. See you at Robin Stadium Saturday afternoon, Coach. Thanks. Thanks, Bob. Matt. Thank, thank you, Matt. Thank you, Bob. For Matt McAllister, Coach Usman, our special player guest, Darius Reynolds, Bob Black, saying so long. Thanks to Matt Josephs. He produced in our ESPN Richmond studios. Coverage starts at 1 o'clock Saturday afternoon with our tailgate show, kickoff show at 1.30. 
the game at 2 o'clock, Richmond Spiders, Delaware Blue Hens Senior Day from Robin Stadium. We will talk to you then with Spider Football right here at 1061 ESPN. You've been listening to Behind the Web, featuring Richmond football coach Russ Huseman and friends. Today's show has been brought to you by Davenport and Company, Buffalo Wild Wings, University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Lux Chevrolet, Richmond Window Corporation, Virginia 529, and by Pepsi. Thanks for listening and stay in touch with Richmond Athletics on the flagship station of the Spider Sports Network, 1061 ESPN. Executive producer Mitchell Bradley. This has been a production of Playfly in association with Spider Sports Properties.